Well, I'm fine. I'm doing well. And I want to welcome you to Simple Beauty, the podcast. And I am your host, Miss August. And this is a place where we take a weekly dive into listening and exploring and examining and enlightening ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And this week's episode, child, was a stir. Let me tell you why. Unicorn Tales was so good down to the 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Thank you. We had a good time live. It was super interactive. The people were getting their life. I was getting mine. We were talking some real talk, and we really just had to discuss, how do you dismantle your relationships? We explore Nene and the way that all of her relationships have came to a tumultuous end. But does all yours? Child, get you some Simple Beauty podcast week. Listen, it was good for my soul and so i wanted to make sure that i had a chance to share it with you my podcast audience listen sit back and get ready from some tomfoolery some theories some truths some tricks some teas and some triggers let's go welcome to unicorn tells you guys i am so grateful and ecstatic and why is that because facebook live and instagram live has yet again joined me for another installment of Unicorn Tales. And I cannot tell you the stir that this episode is about to bring. With that being said and known, welcome to Unicorn Tales, your weekly installment of mess, information, and allegedly that part. Listen, we don't know this. We don't know these stories to be true. We are out here speculating and assuming just like the rest of America. Listen, Miss August doesn't know if these teas are real. And neither do we know, do unicorns exist? Listen, I don't know. But everything said here at Unicorn Sales is alleged. Don't get your lawyers to come after me. Get yourself together that part. So we are here and let's get started. This week's Unicorn Tales, and are you guys ready over here on Facebook and Instagram? Because listen, it's about to be a key. And I wanted to start off this Unicorn Tales with this article that I found down to the Jasmine brain. She does good for me because she sends it right to my email. I get to click on things and I get to assume. And so listen, Nene Leaks reacts to a fallout with Cynthia Bailey and says, you don't understand how this broke me. And then Kenya Moore speaks out. Now, I didn't read this specifically because I wanted to read this with you. But you guys, it says, apparently the women of the Real Housewives of Atlanta regard friendship totally different. This was revealed during last season's finale. Last night's season finale. Child, Sunday, child. It's Wednesday. What in the world? Listen, Cynthia threw a launch party to celebrate her partnership with Seagram's Jen, and then Nene felt that because of her beef with the former housewife, Kenya, Cynthia should have told her, although Cynthia is both of their friends, Cynthia should have told her, if you were inviting us both, that you should have ran it past me just so I could know what I'm walking into before I get there. Both women showed up at Cynthia's Peach Bellini party. Mm-hmm. Did you see the episode? Kenya Moore wrote down to the Twitters, I think big. Get cash. Make them blink fast. Now look at what you just saw. This is what you live for. Ah, I'm a mother effing monster. And then she added Nicki Minaj. And then put a hashtag for R-H-O-A. 
This is where the plot thickened. Later in that episode, it was revealed that Kenya's appearance wasn't a coincidence. Cynthia and Kenya joined forces to make sure that Kenya would be at the party, right? And then Nene said that you don't understand how this broke me. I will never be okay. Never! So much has happened that you guys don't get to see. Thank God that I've showed this and it gave me a little rope. I'm broken. My sisterhood has been real. Real. That's what Nene said. Down to the Twitter streets. And with that being said, Candy said, I did not lie. That's what Candy said. Cynthia didn't know for sure that Kenya was coming. I told her I would try to get Kenya there. Kenya didn't even give a definitive yes until I got to the party and she asked me not to go in until she got there because she decided to come at the last minute. We're talking about this unicorn tales and so y'all get it on together. The people are already saying she's bitter. My old child. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to keep reading. They said Nene back. They Listen. Hopefully, Candy understands that this is, it looks like she was in cahoots. This is what the Jasmine Bryan is saying. And, the, and so, Candy also said, for Candy's sake, yes, I agree, it does look bad, but I just wanted Kenya to be on an episode for the fans to see her pregnant at least once this year. This is what Candy is saying. Me asking her to come had nothing to do with Nene. That's why I'm irritated with how this plays out. People can be mad at me all they want. But I thought that it was great having Kenya on. I wanted to say this before we go on Unicorn Tales because I find this to be very, very, very necessary to say. Nene has been on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I believe they are on season 11, right? And she has been there since the inception. And we have to realize where Nene has come from. And I want to say this, and then I'll go back and see what Biomi is saying. Everybody, I want to see what everybody is saying, because I see y'all saying Nene is weak. Nene is this. Is, I just want to give y'all some hindsight information on why I thought that this story would be excellent to talk about today on Unicorn Tales, because Nene has been here since the inception of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And to be very frank, she is the reason why I adore this show. Honestly, and it's not because I see myself in her. It's really because she's just been here since the inception of my of the show. And I've always seen her as the underdog. You can remember on season one that she was a housewife and she makes no exception or proclamation about her being anything different. However, you could watch from season one all the way to season three, the way that the litany of the people have fluctuated. And from the inception on season one, episode one, we saw how you had affluent people in Atlanta. And we saw how you had people who are in rich nature of the show. Nene had to be at the bottom of the barrel for them. However, she was the one who brought it to Bravo and brought it. And I see that Andre is saying that Nene feels too entitled. And then we do hear her down to the show that she says that, you know, she's the HBIC. And we all know we've got a head be in charge. Okay. But I want you to hear me out before we start reading and contouring and collecting a, 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 a collection because we have not seen the reunion. But I want you to know that we all fell in love with Nene. Intellectually, readingly, schemingly, funnily. Like she's just been a good heart. And you have to know that we've known her longer than anybody on the show. 
right or wrong, right or wrong, right? Right, we have. So with that being said, we have seen her fall out with each and every cast member that has had some sort of longevity or situation of clout on the show. And what I want Unicorn Tales to be about today is the inception, the development, and the cultivity of friendship. The overall mama, mother said, I feel like if you invite me to your event and you know someone is going to be there that I don't get along with, then you should tell me so I can be prepared. And that's how I feel. Bayomi said, right. I don't know if he was saying that to me or he was saying that to the overall mother, but I want you to just stick with me for a second because Nini has been the all underdog of the show since the beginning, but she has been given very much of the HBIC as she says herself to be because she has came in not being the most influent woman on the show, woman on the show, but she has actually become the most known representative of the housewives franchise. No matter how you cut it and chop it, no matter what this situation is given, Nene has been what Nene is. She has been on Broadway two times. She has had films in Uncle Drew and she's been on Glee. She's had the new normal. She's been a producer of her merch show. Like Nene has credits out here on these streets. She is one of the highest paid, as Marcella said. And we have to realize where Nene is. And she is the HBIC. I agree. But I want to focus today on the inception and the gender. The, how, how are we generating how she has been a friend on this show? Because I feel like, to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's coming to a point where Nene is so good at being the villain that I forget that we are talking about a person who is supposed to be a friend to people. So today's Unicorn Tales is all about not Nene, not Cynthia, because I don't care about the situation to happen, anything, because the T's are the T's. And the reality is, Nene, Nene, to be honest with you, has fell out with everybody. And I don't know if it's because of the longevity on the show, but I haven't seen Candy fall out with as many people as Nene fell out with. And, Nene, and I think Candy came season two, maybe three, but I feel like it was two. So what the, the conversation that I want to indulge you guys with is, 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 is how do you feel about ending a friendship? Because the way that I look at it, if we are concerning this, with Nini and how she's handling her friendships and how she's faring with the the conclusion of her friendships. How do you guys look at it? What do you guys see when you see Nini ending friendship? Because to me, um, I grieve a lot. And it's not because people die. But I feel like that my whole heart is in a lot of situations as it pertains to friendship. I feel like my whole heart is in alignment with anybody that I call a friend. Like, I want to know about your children. I want to know about what you're doing on a daily basis. I want to know how you are, you know, being an influence to whatever you're doing. I want to know how your business is doing. I want to know how work went today. If I catch up with you, I want to know how, I just want to know stuff. So I know that for me, my heart is in a different place when it comes to friendship. Not saying that anybody else wouldn't be. But the way that I have seen the dissolve and the dismantling of friendships as it pertains to Nini, 
on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I want to know where you guys' head is when it comes to the conclusions of your friendships. Because let's just be real clear, real honest, and real kind about it. Nene has bashed each and every person that she has fell out with. And so I don't know if it's that she just does not have the tools to grieve or the tools to let go amicably and just say that I'm done with my friendship. Or is she just really a tyrant when it comes to the way that friends are to be viewed, seen, cultivated, loved, church. Y'all talk to me because y'all not going to leave me out here to keep talking about Nene. I want to know how y'all feel when it comes to concluding a friendship. We are on my podcast and I want to give my podcast audience because we are talking to hundreds of hundreds of people and I want to give them a fair chance to know that you guys are not just one-sided saying that she's bad about this. Um, I really do feel like there is a bad... There is a bad side to it because I feel like in my heart that she's unable to cope with a lot of the things that are going on in her life, one. Outside of that, she's not knowing that it's spilling over to everything. And in order for you to be able to know how things spill over when you are going through like a tumultuous time in your life is if you have already had a safe place within you to know when things are not correct. All times, it does not have to be a bad thing when we conclude friendships. But oftentimes, there are a lot of miscommunications, like you all said on here, that brings us to a place that we have to come to some type of amicable conclusion. And I'm okay with that. But let me tell y'all what I'm not okay with. I'm never going to be okay with a person that feels like it's okay to say that I don't like you after you done said that I'm your sister. I'm never going to be okay with the person who sits up there and runs down all the things that I did wrong and all the things that you have done right in a situation we are when we are talking about how a situation concluded. Now, granted, a lot of us don't feel like in our lives that we have been a bad friend to a lot of people, but let the other party tell it. We have been a piss poor friend to them. Now, did we give that other party the ultimate decision to say whether or not, you know, this is why you were a piss poor friend to me. This is why I ain't messing with you no more. Did we give that opportunity to them? No, because sometimes, like the overall mother said, we just cut them off and say, I'm not dealing with that person no more. They're bad for me. They're bad for my health. They're bad for everything that it is concerning me. So we don't communicate like Erica is saying. We don't apologize like Erica is saying. And then we don't even care about the person who we are calling our friends. And this is where I want to draw the line on this conversation because her is saying that you need to protect your energy. Marcellus is saying that relationship is a two-way road. If I make a wrong turn along the way, I'm sure may a few turns to come for you to come back to me, period. And then Jamel is saying that we get extra comfortable with people and things which in turn, oh, happen to make us take a step back. We are not alarmed and we don't, oh, say something because we aren't used to it. But one thing I do know is when someone shows you their true colors, believe that. I agree with a lot of us because a lot of us 
were not given the tools and did not have the structure of seeing a friendship. And, and this is what I want you all think you should listen to my friendship episode. And let me tell you why I think you should listen to it because I don't, Marcellus is saying that people overall use the term friend loosely. And I, I got a chance to talk about friendship in a way that I've never been able to explain it before because I got time to just meditate on exactly what I wanted to say, hear from God, here to see what he wanted me to say to my audience. And then I got into this whole encapsulated discussion on the value of friendship. Because a lot of times we are down to being friends with people until they do something until they do something that we are not faring well with. Outside of us not faring well with the way that they do friendship, we don't get an opportunity to give that person a barrier to say, this is where you went wrong. Because on the opposite side of that barrier, we stand and say, this is why I am right. I think it is a disgusting tactic that we use in friendship and that we use with people because we feel like that we are the only ones right and we don't have any conditions on where we went wrong with anything. And I didn't want to make this about Nene and Cynthia and the way that she fell out with each and every no shade person down to the people on the Atlanta Housewives. But she was such a good candidate to just bring this, bring this discussion in on Instagram and Facebook because we don't realize how, how much we fall short as friends. And even if we fall strong as friends, we don't realize how we make excuses or why, how we couldn't become another friend or how we couldn't get past friendship with another person because of what they did. And we don't even open ourselves up to be the person that says, oh, I'm human too, the same way they are. They don't process information the same way I process information. They don't go and get the tools that I have. And sometimes your friendships are more seasonal than you like them to believe that they are. Sometimes our friendships are only here to guide us and stretch us through a time. And not to say that we're getting something out of it, but both of us are being friends at this level for this amount of time because this is as far as our season can take us. And just like trees and leaves fall and winter comes, it goes and then summer comes back. That's how we have to treat most of our relationships. And we don't realize that we have more seasonal relationships than we have relationships that we're going to be. Listen, I don't have in a relationship that was 12 years old and I can give. And it's not that I can give about the person, but I can give about the relationship because I saw how many times that I've been disrespected and dismotivated to be a person's friend in a seasonal time when I knew that it was seasonal, but I have gave my life and my, and my mind to say, I'm going to keep on valuing this person at this level. Although I'm done with eating steak and cheeses from the curry out, they still got me on a steak and cheese level and playing in my face. I'm, I, and it's not like I'm gone. I'm just frying chicken at home. I ain't no longer getting a three wing of fried rice. I'm making my own. And with that being said, I ain't move on to no other level, but I just move on to a fresher level. I'm going to go to Instagram and see what they're saying because um, they're saying that you have to hang in there with friends sometimes. There are situations that people are going to be less or be wrong in a situation. And don't base your friendship off of what you would have done. You are preaching. Linda, you are in here. I agree. I agree. And then um, a true baddie said, let's not forget some people are seasonal. Some, Thank you. 
Thank you. And then Marcella said, I'm not playing with a quote by Maya Milan. Some people come in your life for a reason, some for a season. I love that. Yeah, it's given that. And then Ingrid said that if we respect our differences, we'll stop personalizing things. Thank I'm about to flip out of here. Let's go over here to Facebook before I caught wheel out of the studio. Jamel said that let's get equipped with handling ourselves first so we know what we can handle with others. And I'm glad that you guys said that because the reality is, is that we don't realize that through age, through time, and through circumstances that we have created boundaries. Some of, some, some of our friends are saying that they're changing. Oh, they are different. They're doing too much. Oh, I used to concuss them out and be friends with them the next day. And then we just powwow it out and hug it out and this, that, and the third. But then all of a sudden you evolved out of certain places of communication that they are still stuck in. And I'm not saying that we have to personalize things to be where our friends are. But if your friend is kindred enough in your spirit, I feel like your friend will know where you have placed your boundaries. It's all about boundaries and how I, I have fared well with respecting others' boundaries when I didn't even know that those were the boundaries that they had. And then I have fared well with setting the expectation of my boundaries so hard that a person could never play with me again. You'll never be able to disrespect me in the way that you disrespected me again. And this is just me talking and being wholehearted about the way that I know that I like to do friendship. The way that I like to do friendship, and let's just be clear, I'm wholehearted. I'm selfless. I'm giving. I'm not saying that your expectations have to be up here where mine are, but your expectations need to be at least needs to be as kindred as mine as it pertains to growing, glowing, developing, and becoming a person, your friends connect you guys at a soul level that you will never realize. Some people, some of us will never marry and we don't realize that we will never marry. And even if those are our goals, we still always will have friends to be a backbone, to be a source of help, to be a hearing ear, to be a person who can support us in our most tumultuous times, our highest times, like our seasonal times. Like the reality is our mental and spiritual development is going to get so strong and so keen in certain places that sometimes we will be wrong, but we'll be able to say that I was wrong in this place. A lot of our friends will never, ever, ever get there because all they are worried about it's being right and being apologized to. Let's go to Instagram. So Andre said is that I think that the problem with most friendships is that we don't have standards. And I agree with Andre in saying, yeah, I do. I do agree that we don't have standards, but um, I want to I wanna bargain you guys this as it pertains to standards. Is it that we don't have standards on our friendships or that, or that we didn't go into the relationship with the standard of a friend? Holler back at me real quick because I'm going to be on here for about 10 more minutes. We're saying that Diamond and Pearl says we need to grow and evolve or at least help each other move to that point. Absolutely. I love that. And then, yes, I receive all of this speaking. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Okay. Leonard comes back and said, there comes the age of discernment where we have to pick friends wisely. And so, but does that, Leonard, does that discount the friends that you have already chosen for your past to say, this is my bestie. I've known them for 15 years. We have been through this, 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 and the third together. Does that fare you differently? Does it? 
when it comes to discernment and choosing them wisely? Do you have, do you feel like sometimes you have to choose them again? I just want to know, Leonard, hit me. Denim says that real friendships are like marriages. You have to commit and know when it's time to, I'm not playing. So you are, are you putting limitations on marriages? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, no, no. Friendships are relationships, not friendships are marriages. Now, what what standard do you hold marriage to? Come on back in here. Andre is back and said, we go into friendships and relationships without standards. And I love that. I agree. Uh, Marcella says, it's nice to evaluate together, but sometimes it's just simply at the teeth. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Denim said it is similar as far as relationships. I'm not playing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh-uh. It depends on what standard you hold merch to. Some, you, you know your grandmother, 75 of them, been married to that man's a 65-year child, and they ain't going nowhere. So what's the standard? That part, child. You've been getting drunk. Anyway, Shaquita said that the standards with a friendship, I don't expect nothing from no one. I'm not playing. I'm not playing with Quita. Quita says she don't expect nothing from I'm not. Come on now, Quita. Come on now, Quita. I, I love how we love. I love how I love people, and I love how you guys seem that you guys love people as well. But we have to be very realistic in knowing and saying that we have been to places and been through things where we haven't had to cut friends off. I wanted this. I wanted this to be a good and healthy, cultivating conversation about how we have had to dismantle ourselves with our friendships. And although they were seasonal and they lasted some time, and then although they were seasonal and they went years and decades to become more things than they were supposed to be, I want to know how you guys have fared with the dismantling of it because I have been I have been in a, a recent place where I felt so betrayed by three individuals specific that. It broke my heart in three separate places. And it brought me to a place to say that, August, where did you fall short in this situation that you think a person could play with you like that? Yeah, that's what I said. August, where did you fall short in this friendship that you are calling this that you could ever think that a person could play with you in that manner? Yeah, that's what I said. I ain't say, oh, it's over with, and I, 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 I ain't say none of that. I said, girl, when you need to go back up, and you need to think about where you got play, you got played with. And I'm not the person that wants to disrespectfully cause discord with my friends because I felt hurt by what they did. I wanted to feel. I wanted to fill myself up so much that I got to a place to say, August, hold yourself accountable for the type of people that you let in your heart. Hold yourself accountable for the type of people that you let play in your face. August, where are you accountable for this? And Instagram is going off and we're about to go ahead and check it out. Instagram said, oh, Lena said accountability. You teach people how to treat you. All dead leaves fall off eventually, baby. Thank you. 
Listen, Corey said, I've been in a place where I've lost friendships because I've given a chance at the chance and that it's fault and didn't fall on your end. You didn't work hard enough to on your end to sustain it. And then Danny also said, she said, they grow and evolve. Not however, it's not a flexion of you or your ability to be a friend. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that and I feel it good. I felt that good. And my my episode on friendship, it relieved me a lot because I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that somebody felt that comfortable with playing with me like that three times in, 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 in like a six-month span. And I'm like, I'm talking about we good girlfriends. Like, we doing thing things. And I'm opening up my home to you. I'm opening up my finances to you. I'm opening up my businesses to you. I'm opening up my husband to you. I'm opening up my real world to you. And you decide to play in my face in a real way. And never think that I'm owed an apology for it. And now, was I expecting an apology? You absolutely right. When somebody playing your face and you call them a friend or they're your best friend, you absolutely owe an apology if you feel like they've been played in your face. But oftentimes, do we feel like apologies are acceptable for places that people don't feel apologetic about? How do you guys feel? Because Danny said that friendships are reciprocal. And I feel that in a good way. But sometimes, do we pick the right to, people to be in a reciprocal relationship with? Corey said, after a while, I found out that I wanted more out of you that you weren't able to produce. And I had to start getting disappointed from the expectations that I've placed on you then that I that they won't be able to fulfill me. Yeah, that was good. So I think this was an awesome conversation, you guys. And the reality is, is that I feel like in life and in this world, that whatever you believe in and however you believe in it, but I feel like God has us on this planet and in this world to say that the reality is you're going to get your lessons and you're going to get your, you're going to get the, the way that your relationships and your friendships will fare, the way that your relationships and your friendships will develop, the way that your relationships and your friendships will begin to either cultivate you and develop you into being your highest self or diminish you into being in a dungeon and a and a prisoner of your own soul is if you look at yourself hard in the mirror and say, hey, this is the type of person I am. This is the type of person I want to be. This is the type of reciprocal relationship that I'm putting out into the world to say, come to me in this liking in this form. And you can say that all you want, but if you keep on realizing and keep on saying, I'm going to invite these same demons into my space Keep on inviting these same types of people. Keep on, listen, let's just be real cute about it. Keep on hanging out with hoes, hanging out with people that want to hang out all night, hanging out with people who always want to throw their baby on grandma and then want to go to the club with you, hanging out with people who duck their responsibilities and want to be down to the buildings complaining about how they don't got enough, complaining about all of these things. And then we want to attach ourselves to these people and then expect God to plateau us in the way of elevation and excellence. The more that we feel like that we are able to play God 50, is the more that he going to keep on throwing lessons at us in the same mannerisms, in the same way, but just in different human forms and in different situationships and in different relationships. God going to play you the way that you play him. You give him your whole heart, he going to give you his whole life. He going to tell you, I'm going to put yourself right there. That's what he said. 
play. I heard it. I believe him. And then the more you play or play around, even if you don't even feel like you believe in God in some sorts of ways and some sort, and you feel like that the universe is just telling me that I shouldn't be in the same place with the same people, and then you just keep choosing those same people. See how see how the universe play you in your face. That's all I wanted to say is that we get our friendships and relationships. And if we keep on saying that it's bad for me, it's bad for me, and I keep on running into the same person in the same type of way, what do you think that's going to give you? That's what reciprocation is. Thank you. Corey said, but I've always appreciated every friendship that I've encountered because it was another means of transportation that I was able to get used to my greater good in life. And I agree and I get that. But we all have to get to a place where we say that this is the type of person that I want to be. This is the type of person that I want to attract. These are the type of things that I want to seek out for. These are the type of amounts of money that I want to maintain. This is the type of thing that I want to fare in. This is what you get a chance to tell the universe of the Lord. These are the type of things that you get to tell people, right? This is the type of thing that you get to pray for. This is the type of thing that you get to reach out and get. If you will get your lessons, that's the corporate. That's the meaning of this whole let This is the meaning. Get your lessons. Get your lessons the way your lessons are going to be taught. And the universe and God is going to give you your lessons the same exact way every time until you learn to go to the next level. And the more levels you defeat, the higher your calling gets, the more higher your calling gets, the stronger them demons going to get, the stronger them demons get, the stronger your faith need to get, the stronger your faith going to get, the stronger your expectations get to get. And you keep believing for more and say, I'm not going to be around them little nasty, negative, mean-spirited bastards. I ain't going to be around them. For why? All they do is deplete me. All I do is pour out myself. That's all I get to do is pour out myself and I get nothing back. I come back empty. How many empty friends do we know that we have? How many empty friends don't even help you wash the glass? That part. Y'all, listen, the people was down to the Instagram asking, chat, I'm not thinking about you. Y'all are so simple over here on Instagram. All right, Corey said, please do because I definitely, I'm not playing with y'all in this book. Thank you. Leonard said he put it into the universe. Put it out there because you deserve more. You deserve better. You deserve to cultivate the same type of energies and spirits, thank you, that you put out there. And the more you get back devils and demons, and I mean, you ain't learned your lesson yet. Get your lessons together. Quita said, <laughs> Quita said she needed to hear that and because she knows somebody else needed to hear it too. That's my girl. Shaquita. Thank you. I thought that was good. How y'all think Unicorn Tales was today? Y'all want a book? I'm not. People don't read. The people be down to YouTube. <laughs> y'all are simple. The people be down to YouTube. They don't read books. It's even very much a Kindle. Read to me. Plug me in. USB. That part. What's this? Oh, my girl again. Realize that all friendships are not lifetime, and that's okay, too. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I feel that for a lot of people because I want all my relationships to be for a lifetime and my friendships to be for a lifetime. And 
I'm telling y'all, I went through a strong, I, 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 and I'm still, I'm going to be very honest, I'm still going through a strong place of grief and disattachment to people who I love and who I adore and who I think the world of, although I know that they don't think that for me. It burns me up. <laughs> it burns me up that my heart loves and wants what it wants. It's just like a nigga. Just like him. When you want to when you want to do real bad and you know he bad for you, you know he be down to the streets swinging all manners of things and you know he be out with the girls but you just love him so much that you stay in a relationship with him four five years have a baby he go to jail he come back in 32 and then you be like oh my god my whole life I was a dummy but you wanted what you wanted that's how I feel with some of my relationship is like now I'm going through like this grieving period of like releasing and relinquishing friends and it's been so hard and it's been so tough but I've had like awesome people like Danny and Quita and Rita and Leah and Child Giggles and all of these amazing people and my husband Child I know he'd be tired of me talking about stuff but I had all of these amazing people around me that just holds me like spiritually hold me and spiritually hug me and say you gonna get all you deserve out of all of this and they've been like great friends and I'm grateful. So like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Friendships are a lot. Relationships are a lot. Like this is, this child, this is giving child. Come on now, Danny. You trying to go here and read us. Nobody don't have lifetime character is what Danny said. And I agree. Nobody. And I think we should always hold a safe space. And, and, and this is what I'm learning. Like, in the 30s, like in the 30s, like we have to hold a safe space for each and every person that we've invited into our life, that we've invited into our spirituality, that we've invited into our homes, that we've broke bread with, that we've called a friend, that we've called a confidant. We have, like she said, nobody has lifetime character. Everybody has to evolve and grow into some place. Now, whether that evolving and growing bears you in a negative or positive realm, it does not make a difference. But we have to leave space for people to be there.